welcome everyone. It's All You Can Geek Gamecast, episode 504. I'm one of your host, Jim Gast, joined by Mike Sneedy. What's up? Corey Feinstein. Yo. And Conan Korkanakis. Whoa. Welcome, guys. Welcome, listeners and viewers to 504 of the Gamecast. Woo. Uh, so, yeah, guys. Um, we just got done with our movie cast, talking X-Men a lot on that one so check that out 20, 20 years 20, crazy. 20 years of that of the movie the movie yes of the movie, movie. x-men has clearly yeah. been around for longer than 20 years yeah. yes. sure 20 years of the movie the brian singer the movie that's what that guy. did I, I just wanted to clarify because you know there's gonna be some internet person saying x-men have been around they don't know nothing like what are you talking yeah, about like that, that's what i'm gonna talk about Guys, here like, they're so stupid they don't know what to talk about actually have, have we had that definitive x-men game yet like and I want to talk about Taken? that. Let's hold that. X Men yeah. Legends. We... No, that, I know there are some good yeah. ones. We were going to talk about so that in a little bit. Let's put one. a pin in it. Put a pin in it. Talk about it in a little bit. <laughs> I'm teasing. I'm teasing, guys. Don't talk about it now. No, uh, let's get into what we've been up to later. first. <laughs> yes, let's get into what we've been up to first. I unfortunately did not get to play much this week, which is frustrating because I'm so close to finishing Doom. Grand Theft Auto Five, obviously aside. Uh, I want to finish Doom up before I get Paper Mario, which is coming in Friday. Um, and I'm psyched to play that game because I'm like, I have that itch to play more RPGs um, because, you know, I read the news about Final Fantasy VII and how that is actually still being produced right now. They're still working on that game from home, uh, which is awesome to hear because, you know, that lowers our expectations to get it from six years to five until uh, we get to see the next one. So, um, <laughs> Come on, it's a joke, but it's serious. Uh, yeah. Oh, dude, uh, but, that's, yeah. That's, that sounds pretty soon. You know, who knows? Could be like yeah. seven to eight, or eight to nine. Who knows? I, I'm just I'm mentioning that to bring up the point of like, Corey, what have you been up to? <laughs> oh, did I tell? I didn't say. I, oh, I didn't mention I finished it. Did not mention last week. Um, I'm sure. Oh, I just oh, I, I said on Discord. Yeah, so I did finish Final Fantasy VII. Finally, it was cool. Yes. Got, well, the remake, obviously, yeah. and um, yeah, yeah I, like, I like where they ended it. It was kind of expected. I was like, yeah, you know, you knew that they were focusing on the, you know Midgar and, and not gonna be kind of leaving that at all in this game. And so getting to the point where we did, and then you know seeing what came after, and I, I did talk to Tony a little bit about some of it, and because I, I did remember playing um, Crisis Core on PSP. And that stars Zack. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's the main character. And they basically recreated the sequ- sequence from that game in the ending of this game. Do they? I mean, like, uh, scene guys, scene. listeners, if you have not finished this game, sorry if we actually, you know, mention any spoilers. But it's been long enough now to, to if you accidentally do it, it's not a big deal. It's been four but, months. So. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. like, a it's lot also a remake of a game that's that. already been released. Exactly. Yeah. Um, a lot uh, of people are yeah, that, that finale, though, like because it's like kind of changes the whole story of Final Fantasy VII. What I so. did like was, what you mentioned, Tony, was like that the the scheme, which again, like we have these remakes, you know, Resident Evil and things like that, kind of switching things up a little bit. You know, sure. in this game, they switched up a lot, obviously, because you spent so much time in the city. But um, but now yeah. you're you're getting to explore more things and like make it new for people who've played it before and remember everything. Like I didn't remember a lot of the stuff. It's been too long, but it's, uh, it's hate. Yeah. But, but yeah, there's certain sequences like, Oh, this is right straight from the old one. But then like, you're getting all this new stuff for it. And so like, I, I thought that was really cool. And then this ending was like, Whoa, this is pretty awesome because yeah. they're kind of splintering it and making it this whole side 
alternate reality type of thing, which is pretty neat. Um, I so think that's a cool idea. Honestly, so. I mean, that's just a theory yeah, I, for the most part, but we don't know. I mean, that's the thing. Is it a spoiler? We you're, you're guessing. Right. We don't know. So. Yeah, and you're getting all these weird, you know, like, yeah, I do like the idea of certain characters kind of seeing both sides. Like, that would be, that's kind of neat. Yeah. I think it would be cool to have that, um, like, you know, Aerith um, being able to kind of see that both parallel like, kind of thing. At some point. Right, it's like, well, decisions that were made in that game, are, are they going to be the same decisions that were made in this, are going to be made in this game? Yeah. We'll see. That was, that it's, was a big yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say it's really interesting because like what I did because like this game reinvigorated my love for like um, just the memories of Final Fantasy VII. Like it's one of those things where like I feel like uh, I really enjoyed VII when it came out, but it's one of those things I could never go back to because I, I don't think it like Hold a lot on. of other right games. Visually, it's really hard. <laughs> they didn't. Yeah, they didn't age well. But like it reinvigorated my my passion for it, and I was just so interested in like seeing this stuff. And there was this gigantic Reddit post that just dissected all these segments of the game, that was like pretty much like the game characters hinting at more or other things. And one of them that you don't even probably think about, but like there's this one exchange between Cloud and uh, Aerith, where she's like, "Oh, so you're a mercenary, huh?" And he's like, "How do you know that?" She's like, "Oh, you have a sword." And it's just like, you don't think about that, but you're like, wait a second. Combination with this, this, and this, she obviously knows. Like, she knows. He's he's dressed exactly like some other guy. Right, exactly. Right, exactly. So she knows. She knows all. She sees all. So so it was really cool. Like, there's a lot of, like, nuances to it. There was a lot of um, flack they got for that ending um, because they thought that people were they, – they thought that they're going to drastically change the story that we know and love. And I know that the producer and you know direct, the director had to come on to write record saying that they're not changing things drastically. They um, are. That, they just said that I, to I, But I agree. And you know what, I mean, though, the thing like, is, screw that, man. You have the old game. Yes, like, give me something yes, like new yes, here too I, at the same time. Saying. It's cool. Absolutely. I mean, I, I plus, like, agree. If you shape it as a – as an alternate timeline yes. type of thing, it's, you can do whatever you want. It, then it brings it to another level of like that factor of it. I'm more interested to play the game. I mean, I look so at like, it like what? the Star like, Trek reboot. Gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna get something different here. Yes, like I'm gonna get something for the first time experience. Like, yeah, there's stuff that I want those original like game like the players that have never played the original to play. But then go back and play the original. It's everywhere. You can get it everywhere. Go mm-hmm. back and play the original. Yeah, I'm happy no that they're giving uh the. The, the fans of the, the, the game, that new experience. I think that's a cool feature. I really would love that. I'd like to, let's dive deeper into this. Let's let's expand this out. You know, there's certain things that happen, obviously, death-wise, that I still think there should be to make that still impactful, even in this universe. Uh, but, um... Who knows? I mean, I, that's the thing. Now, like, now, like, there's this freedom to, you know... They, but they have that, yes. To do stuff. Right. Like, divert expectations and... Right, exactly, yeah. Like, yeah, like... Who knows now? It's like, I'm excited because you can't just like, oh, I know what this, this is going to happen next. Right. Like, next game is going to cover disc two, guys. Like, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. So, no, it's exciting. Uh, I, I can see that disc two was not that, not as impressive <laughs> as disc one was. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Go on. But no. Uh, so, other than that, um, uh, which is interesting because there was another kind of re release of a game that I started up and this Persona Royale, Persona 5 Royale. Oh, no. I started oh, that up. And uh, so the opening sequence, you get a new part to it. And, uh, you know, it, so far there's been a couple of things that they've changed. But, like, obviously it's still about, you know, the pro- protagonist and Joker, whatnot. But um, it's kind of interesting because 
this girl just kind of interjects and you, know, like, you meet her. And obviously the opening sequence, if you know the game, it takes place after. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, it takes place after the stuff you play through. And so like that sequence that comes in, you're like, wait a second, what's going on here? And then like... <laughs> And then yeah. kind of spot her, and she comes up later on. So it's, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out and uh, and everything. So um, yeah, excited to see that. But it's it's good, really good game. So unfortunately, I lost power for the like, entire day on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was bad storms. We had, yeah. we had yeah, bad no, storms, like so. school's mountain where I live. It's cold. Corey, it's like... Corey texted me. He's like, "You have power?" I'm like, "Yeah." Could <laughs> 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 my PS4, bro. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't actually. I uh, couldn't get down. My road. He was blocked. His oh, the tree came down right around yeah, right on the way yeah, on the way to my sucks. house. It would have been yeah. yeah. There was a lot of trees down by me. Yeah. So yeah. luckily, just I was good. But but uh, so I played that. Um, I actually played a couple of things that were on Game Pass, like golf with your friends uh, or something like that. Played a, a round of that just because it was goofy and um, played uh, some Street Fight, Streets of Rage for. Nice. Yes. Good. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. I should play that soon. Yeah, the art's really great. It's like so I funny. Cause like I remember playing Streets of Rage and like Axel, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like what is this, this is so this is amazing. Like it's even better than what I remember it looking like, yep. and obviously, and so, but it's still the same game essentially. Like, god damn it. <laughs> but I do, I do think of um, High Score Girl because uh, the like, you know similarities <laughs> to Final Fight. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But yep, yeah, it's cool. But I did, I did try the. The new girl cherry just because it's like oh let me check her out see what she's the only character with actual mobility in the game <laughs> so yeah that's what i've been playing okay uh tony uh let's see played a couple games um one was uh i tried on game pass uh children of morto okay um, it's an interesting roguelike game where uh I'm trying to think of the way to explain it. So, like, you Off play as like metric with uh, like a yeah. really pixely graphics. Really <laughs> pixely graphic, yeah. Um, but it, it's it's got a cool twist because like, um, you have several characters because they're all a family, and as you progress in the story, you unlock other members of the family, and they each have their own like skill sets. So, like, the dad is a stereotypical like, I don't know, uh, adventurer type where he's got a, a shield and a sword. The eldest daughter is like an archer. Like the the eldest or the youngest son is like a rogue, you know, thief type character. He's a lot mm-hmm. of stealth and, and quickness and stuff like that. And they each have like upgrade trees with skill points and stuff like that. And they, as you level them up, they unlock skills for the entire family. Like they teach the family and stuff like that. So it's pretty cool. It's hard. Died a lot, um, but enjoyed that. So thanks, Game Pass. Uh, second main I played that is, also. Like, oh, did the, you know? the graphics, like, I couldn't really see very well. Like, it's yeah, that's the, that's my off. biggest criticism, because uh, I'm just like, wait, what? Is that yeah. an Because the coloring, it's like, everything just kind of the same color. Blends it together, yeah. Blends it like, together. Uh, plus, like, all the pixelation, like, ah, uh, what's happening? It's, it's like, not my preferred pixel like, yeah. style. No, because it's too, it's too, um, too far back. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, what's it called? Oh, uh, shoot, what's the, the game? Flashback. Or... Oh, no, the, the other, the roguelike game recently that's been really popular, it's on... Oh, Dead Cells or Dead Cells? Yeah, like that yeah. pixel oh, yeah. art is fine. Like yeah, I can yeah, that's understand good. it. I can see what's happening, but furthermore, I couldn't, I couldn't really tell. What's yeah, going on. yeah. So I'll see if I continue it. But um, with this weekend, uh, Paper Mario and Ghost of Tsushima come out, I was like, ah, I can't. I'm like about to buy two games on the same day. Um, and I was like, 
you know, because they're, they're drastically different genres, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. You know, RPG goes to Shima. It's like the open world Assassin's Creed, whatever style game. And I was like, wait a second. I have another samurai game that I haven't beaten yet. <laughs> so I went back to Sekiro because, you know, I continued my, you know, Dark Souls 3 Bloodborne replay. And uh, now I'm back to Sekiro because I stopped like halfway through the Studio game. Studio Japan, was it? Uh, from software. From software. I don't know why I think Studio Japan. Oh, they, yeah. they helped with um, Bloodborne, right? They, yeah, they helped with Bloodborne. But um, yeah, uh, I, I guess I'm just a sucker for punishment right now because uh, I started, you know, progressed a little bit, and this one, like, you fight this one character, and this fight was, well, it was challenging. I was like, all right, that was that was good. Uh, and then like another boss later, you fight like a rematch style, and he's just absolutely absurd. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, all the strats I, I had developed for the first time doesn't even matter. Like, he has, like, uh, half new moves and whatnot. And it took me, I would say, probably, like, 30, 40 tries to, to finally do it spread over, like, two days. I was just like, why do I do this to myself? Like, I regret it. But I felt so accomplished because, like, I'm looking at it, I'm like, yeah, like, you know, 15% of players beat this boss. I'm like, ah, right, there we go. That That's, you know, challenging and stuff like that. So I'm going through Sekiro, almost done with it. I think I'm in the last segment of the game. And then third game I've been playing is I picked up a couple games on Steam sale, because that ended this past week. Uh, first time in a long time I've done it. And uh, I've been itching for to play a couple shoot-em-up games recently. Mm. So there's a thread on uh, Reset Era where people are talking about um, different shoot-em-up games. And there's this one called Zero Ranger. It's only on PC. Uh, it's pixel, like, you know, I'd say, like, NES-style pixel. So it's, like, you know, on my jam. This game is awesome. It's, like, this blend of, like, shoot-em-up and, like, anime because like at a certain point in the game it's like whatever it's like two three hours long but at some point you like upgrade your ship and you like are a mech so instead of like shooting projectiles you have either like a giant sword or a giant drill like freaking grand legan and you can eat bullets and stuff like that and this game like kind of like breaks the fourth wall a little bit because like they constantly tell you like like oh because like it's it's about enemy ai like doing all this stuff with like spaceships and whatnot and it's like it goes through these loops where it's like, oh, you're in a simulation. Now you're in a simulation of a simulation and stuff like that. So I get to this, to the, uh, what I think is the last segment of the game. And they're like, okay, cool. So um, we're going to send you back in time so you could fight, you know, the, I don't know, prime evil or whatever like that before he becomes, I don't know, godlike or some shit. And I'm like, okay, yeah, right. Like, <laughs> sounds good to me. Like, I, I got that. And then, like, you only get one chance at this, okay? And I was like, all right, whatever. Like, going along with the story and on stuff like that. I fail because the last stage, they completely throw everything out the window in terms of, like, what you're supposed to be doing, especially in a shoot-em-up. In this last stage, you just are – like, your character is flying. There's no mech. There's no ship. Nothing like that. You can't fire anything. So I'm just like, do I have to wait for a power-up to appear? I don't understand. No. What happens is you have to purposely use your hitbox to hit enemies. Like, you just run into them like your Sonic or Mario when, with the invincibility. That's how you hurt them. But I didn't know this. And you're not invincible. That's how you damage them. Like, you still get attacked. So I was like, okay, well, you know, that's that's rough. You know, whatever. Dodging, um, dodging, dodging. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. so I die. I game over. And they're like, well, we told you you had one shot. Um, you know, your file's gone. And I was like, ah, oh, okay, funny. Press start. Enter the first stage again. I was like, wait a second. And then they tried this at some point in the game before, because it's talked about, like, loops and stuff like that. Nothing changed. It was actually, like, 1-1. One, one. I was like, wait a second. So I closed out, Googled, and there's, like, entire threads dedicated to this. So, like, yep, back up your save before you attempt this boss. And I was just like, 
Oh, no. legitimately deleted my save file. Like, they were not joking. They were like, you got one chance at this. I was like, wait, what? Like, I'll teach you to not listen, you son right? of a bitch. Right? I was just like, but I thought that was within the parameters of, like, the game's story. Not, you're actually telling me, the player, you only got one shot at this. I was like, I was a little mad, because I was like, I just yeah, got three hours getting to this point. Like, and some of those bosses were really hard. Um... So yeah, I haven't gone next since because like that really pissed me off, and I was just like, God. Wow. So uh, yes, yeah. audacity. Yeah, and because you know we talked about like near like like I thought it was a cool thing, but they gave you the they told you like clearly. Like, yes, hey guys, I like didn't. you I could give up your save yes. file, and it's like ah uh, you know what? I'm not gonna do that right now, but I'll, I'll come back to it. So I was a little peeved about that, but I thought it was a funny slash interesting story to share. No, Still think it's a great cool. game and all, so, but good yeah. uh, little PSA there. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. All right, Mike. Um, I've been a little bit all over the place again, uh, which is usually an indication that I'm ready for a new, new, new game. thing. New game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go to Tsushima. Yeah, well, it sounds like got two people doing uh, Paper Mario. Maybe, maybe two of us will be doing Ghosts then. Yeah, maybe. But uh, so for me, um, I um, I'm finished up. Um, I went back again to Yakuza Zero. Um, I knew that there's a, a thing where you do all the sub-stories, which is basically side missions. For each character, um, you get a secret boss fight or a new character. So I was close with one of the characters, and uh, I finally did... The last thing I could, couldn't do in this uh, for this guy was beating the last boss of a, um, a disco-dancing minigame. <laughs> Uh, which is the yeah. hardest th- the hardest thing I did in this game so far is trying to win this <clears> dance <throat> dance battle. Is it like a rhythm game where you, like, you have to press like it's, buttons uh, to have it's, over? It's in between. The way it works is <laughs> <laughs> you you have this little your little icon on like a, a grid, uh, and there's individual button presses that you have to hit in rhythm, but you need to step as much as you can do for a number of steps and all the other grid spaces before you land on that to get your score up. So okay. you need to like, so you need to like deviate as much as you can within the rhythm sort of and land on the thing and the right time or else if you don't hit it at the right time, all those steps won't count. So it's really hard, <laughs> especially when hard. at higher levels of, of it. And I finally, it was kind of fluky when I finally did it. And then that allowed me to fight the actual like combat in the game <laughs> the last like boss mm. thing, special boss who was very difficult i took but you know not that nothing is very difficult in this game with the um the items you can use but it took me three tries this guy which is at the point i was at it hasn't happened at all in a long time <laughs> so that was cool i don't think i'm going to be able to do it with the other character the, the more main character kiru because he has a few more sub stories which are kind of annoying um but I'm ready for Kiwami 3, which apparently now uh, you shared is coming at the end of the month. Is it 3 yeah. or 2? Yeah. Or 2, it whatever. It's 2. It's the third one in the series. Yeah, yeah. It's the third of this remastered series, which might be the end of my time with it. I'm not sure. Um, but, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that, but I don't know. Um, obviously, it'll still mm-hmm. be there. Uh, and then I went... Yeah, and then I went uh, randomly... Actually, it's because I saw a YouTube video of someone playing mm-hmm. Turtles Tournament Fighters again. So I went back and played the Genesis version of that. Uh, I tried my Retron to see if that Genesis port would work. It held up this time, so maybe it's better. I don't know. I haven't played it in at least a year. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it I held up. Some cooldown. Yeah, and then I also tried uh, while I had that out. I switched it to the NES port. This thing I got, um, I want to say, a little while ago too, when I played the NES Batman for the first oh, time. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, which is hard, but it's it's a, it's a serviceable game. Uh, I, I never had the NES as a kid, so this is like how I try it out kind of now. Um, and, and I got to, I think, the third section of the second level before I just... All right. Because <laughs> it, it's hard. For this. But, you know, I might get, go back to it and see how far I can go again. Uh, it's It has a decent continue system. It's not one of those things where you had to start. From the very beginning, you can start with the level when you like yeah. lose all your continues so uh that was something and then because i had to service a car today which took forever i, I didn't service the car i had to wait for it to get serviced oh, okay okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> i was like no uh i brought the games and <laughs> no, no, so uh i brought a switch and switch which i haven't played in a while personally um and went back to that grindy uh marvel ultimate alliance 3 stuff um and I had to break out the X-Men uh, because they're my strong characters because uh, the, the latest Fantastic Four stuff. Um, you need to beat that story mode thing that they added three times to unlock something, a character. And the third time around, it's so up-leveled, it's ridiculous. Like It says it's recommended like level 210, and the previous level cap was 100 before this. I'm like, yeah, so my best characters are 120-something. <laughs> But they they can do it, so I think it's kind of lying a little bit about the recommended level. But it's still still like my level one hundreds, my regular like baseline characters, and the Fantastic Four. They couldn't handle it. I I needed to get bring my X Men out, who are my highest level guys. The big guns. I had to bring yeah. up mm-hmm. big guns. Yeah. So uh, uh, I'm curious to see what this last character is. Um, I think I probably know who it is, but I'm curious to see more like how he plays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So uh, that's that's cool too. So uh, yeah, I've been all over the place. <laughs> yeah, cool. Okay. All right. Before we get in the news, I want to mention the fact that I finally um, snagged myself a unicorn in um, the Switch uh, Fit. Ring Fit. Ring Fit Adventure. Uh, mm-hmm. That'll be here tomorrow. I th- so look for that next podcast. I thought you were going to say when you snag yourself a unicorn, you found an enjoyable moment in GTA Five. <laughs> no, yeah, no. I like, so I get Ring Fit Adventure and Paper Mario coming this week for the Switch, uh, uh, and uh, so that's good news. So look for that next week. I'll be talking about that. But all right, uh, news uh, this week. Yeah, what happened? They posted by the way, and it was like it was 36, 30 seconds into the post, and I'm like on Twitter. I was Keg that posted it. I'm like, I don't know if I should get this now. And I'm like, why the fuck am I thinking about this? Just buy it and return it. But I don't want it to Amazon or sell it. So I just bought it. <laughs> Because I seriously like thought about it for like 30 seconds. I'm like, no, just buy the damn thing. This is stupid. If not, you can just flip it. Yeah, so, exactly. yeah. Yeah, so I just bought it. Never hesitate, Jim. I hesitated for 30 seconds. I was very lucky to still get it because uh, it sold out like a minute later. But uh, all right. Sony invests $250 million in Fortnite Maker Epic Games. That's leading me out of the news here. Um, $250 million into Epic Games. So Epic what games? is this selling themselves out like crazy? So just, what just is this? know, that's a yeah. lot of money. It is a lot of money. Don't oh, yeah. Wrong. Oh, yeah. That only bought, I believe, 1.5% uh, of their company wow. uh, sh- shares. Uh, back, I want to say, 10 years ago, about. It could be off a couple years. Tencent gave them around a 
that same amount, maybe a little bit lower, maybe a little yeah. higher. But kind of like, I want to say like yeah. 40% or something. 40% according to this yeah. article, yeah. Something like that. So just shown how much that company has grown uh, in, in less than a decade. Right, right. <laughs> in the, and primarily, game. right, right, from the one game. So does, does this like mean that the PC releases for Sony games that we've heard so much about will become the Epic's, the Epic store more? Oh, yeah. I mean, absolutely. I mean, uh, I think Horizon's available on both. And it was funny because oh, yeah, yeah. Horizon even when – because it's only pre-order right now for the PC, and I don't even think we mentioned it last week on the pod – or the two weeks ago on the podcast. No, we did. We did. Horizon's yeah. coming to PC yeah. yep. um, with, you know, high-resolution assets, uh, I think, you know, customizable frame rate, that kind of, you know, whole shebang and all stuff the, like that, which yeah, is awesome. PC. All the bells and whistles that you get with the, the PC um, mm-hmm. available on Steam and, and the Epic Games Store. But to me, that definitely shows that, you know, Sony has mm-hmm. a veteran – Vested interest, especially between that and Death Stranding, which you know was supposed to be a PS4 exclusive, they're fine with you. Think, hey, look, we made the the majority of the money off of this being a PS exclusive game. It's okay to let you know people who are entrenched PC players that probably won't have a PlayStation and never will own a PlayStation. Yeah, let's let's, let's sell it to them at slightly discount because it's an older game. And you know, still sell millions of dollars and promote their IP and you know net worth and stuff like that. So uh, it's just a win-win situation all around. And I mean, honestly, like that's great. Like you know, for some games where I don't need to play them right right off the bat, I'll wait for a PC version. Other stuff like you know, Spider-Man, Spider-Man Two, that's going to be a day one purchase, like on PS Five. Mm-hmm. You know, there's yeah, no way, yeah, you know, hesitation. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think it's awesome, and hopefully, it just leads to more fruitful endeavors because you know and, and again i gotta give props to microsoft for doing that because you know that's where they're like like you know i remember saying it, it didn't make sense that microsoft was like hey you have windows you have xbox but you're not releasing games on yeah. the other when you, you clearly could and stuff like that and you know because xbox one you know flounder they really th- had to think outside the box and that was awesome that they're like hey look you buy it once you own it you know yeah great yeah uh, they've doubled down more on that now, de- uh, mandating that like uh, third parties cannot charge for yeah. converting to the Xbox Series X. Yeah, uh, we'll, so. we'll, we'll see about that when we get there. I, I, I imagine they, there's going to be some sc- – I just imagine there's some scummy way right. that EA yeah. and 2K and all that stuff, they're going to find a way to squeeze 10, 20 bucks out of people to play the next-gen version. But I agree. You know, and, and here's my hope here, though, is that if Xbox you know does well with that – that you know let's say you buy spider-man 2 on the ps5 and then two three years later it gets ported to pc with the pc copy that would be amazing that That would be awesome amazing that would be awesome it's a long shot but we'll see yeah uh in worse news ubisoft's uh allegations of sexual misconduct (laughs) have gone even further to pretty much their entire board um the okay. shit on Ubisoft so we, portion I, of our podcast now. Yeah, we I don't really that, typically like, shit on Ubisoft. No, we don't. I, no, I know, but between, oh, okay. between <laughs> this and their event things, it's. Oh, oh you're, yeah, I seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, guys, it's going to be uh, shit on Ubisoft for the next 15 minutes. So if you're an Ubisoft yeah. fanboy, skip ahead or just don't don't listen to the rest of the episode. Sorry. You know, yeah, so. Are there you're talking about well deserved, though. Well deserved. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm I mean, sure there are several several executives. Sergey Haskoit, uh, probably butchered that last name. Giannis Malat and Cecil Cornett uh, have all stepped down from their um, executive positions uh, due to recent allegations of misconduct. Uh, and I also saw that was their vice president of gaming is what's taking over for the company now because nobody else can do it because everybody else is stepping down essentially. 
No. Uh, yeah, and actually, that's a Cecily. That was actually a woman, but she didn't explain why. She just like I should step down, judging by everything I've seen. She read the room. Yeah, something like, like that. This is, yeah, this is bad. Um, well, they they allowed this stuff to go on forever, and that's the problem. It's Cecily. Okay, sorry. Uh, so yeah, it's um. Yeah, and I just want to note real quick, sorry to interrupt you, but so Jason Schreier came out with a tweet the one day that said, um, with Sergei Haskowitz or whatever like that, he was the, the most, uh, allegedly, powerful creative force at the company, and I'm quoting his tweet, and the man at the center of multiple recent <laughs> allegations involving abuse and um, abating abuser is resigning, um, blah, blah, blah. But he goes on to say that Sergei was a man in charge of all of their games and that with one word he could greenlight or cancel a project. Uh, and many Ubisoft lower-level employees believe he was too powerful and close to the CEO to ever be ousted, no matter how many allegations emerged. Oh, so, um, wow, definitely good. Good that it's finally happening. Unfortunate that it took this long and you know yeah, whatnot, but yeah. um, good to see it tore down. Personally, a little disappointed that they didn't even mention anything at the beginning of their um, Ubisoft Forward or whatever stream <laughs> that they did the other day. And just like. You guys were so quick to jump on that Black Lives Matter thing, which I'm not trying to take away of or discredit at all, but like they were like, yep, we're on that. And it's like you had like weeks, if not months, if not years, uh, to talk about this kind of shit, and you're like, yeah, now's not the time. It's like, mm, mm. yeah, interesting. Um, interesting. There's they've lost like what <clears throat> at least fifty to sixty percent of their executive staff, maybe seventy five percent even. I don't know. Yeah. They lost a lot. Wow. Like I said, the vice president of I can't remember what it is is actually looked like the, is stepping in for the role of. CEO, CEO of the company. Um, so, like, I forget how many stages that is when you go CEO, COO, and, you know, vice president, vice president. Like, you have, like, these rankings. But because so many people have stepped down, it's like this person is the most, like, qualified plus seems to be the most honorable of the group that can be given this this title of running the company. Um, I have to look up who that was exactly. But it's it's crazy – that they had this much fallout from this situation, like they, cl- I mean, it's just unbelievable. Well, I mean, what's crazy was mis- is that this mismanage- mismanaged. Probably been happening for such a long time that everybody probably knew. I mean, all these people it, knew what was going on. Like Tony just mentioned, that guy mm. could greenlit anything with a with a word. It's like that guy clearly had way too much power. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, it, it's it's it's. It's terrible to think about, like we said last podcast, about what's been going on in this in this uni- in this world, uh, the gaming world, and you know, Evo getting canceled um, is was a huge step, I think, for all for like letting letting you know developers and publishers know that people are done with this shit, like we're ready to see this change, and now we're starting to see this. Hopefully, this fallout is a good thing. Where you get yeah, I think steps. it's important that like Black Lives Matter thing is not just Black Lives, like obviously. It is important, yeah. but like every life matters. Like that's, all that, lives that's, matter. That's <laughs> not you know like, like like I said that was not what it was about. Is Black Lives Matter because that's what was going on there, and that's what this is essentially. Like this is what matters here. It's obviously there's, you know, there's a ton of stuff going on. All lives matter kind of thing, but it's like, you know, this this shit needs to stop. Just like the the persecu- persecution of like what's happening to you know african americans right. uh it needs no, I mean, to stop and that's really what this awareness is about and uh you know i'm happy to see this change happening from ubisoft and from like like i said evo big company that had a big problem with that hopefully they can rebound and come back and 
you know, if you have a guy who apparently I didn't even know that's okay, had that power, yes or no, from what he thought of you, uh, does not have that power anymore. I think what else could we have missed from a game? Let's say somebody pitched a game that was fucking great, but he hated you. You know, I yep. mean, that's, that's yeah, no, the problem. That's the other thing that might be a, a good side effect of this is that it's just someone with that much power isn't good for your yeah. product. No, it's not. Terrible news. It's terrible think, news, but it's, it's good to, that we're finally seeing. It's good that it finally happened, right? Yes. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would even say it's good news because I'm sure you this is you can find this if you look hard enough pretty much everywhere. So yeah, every sure. time it's found out, it's good news, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. We've got ooh, a Lego set that's actually a Lego set. But of the NES console, uh, I'm psyched for this. I'm getting this. No question about it. Um, you can make it's a scrolling Mario level in a like that's cool because like I toast, I posted that leak and I was just like, oh yeah. okay, there's a static image, but like they made it like playable in terms of like yeah. you could scroll. I I got messaged on Facebook and so many other places about this as you were messaging that whole thing too. Like I was already reading it, but I'm like, uh. like, this is so cool of a setup. Like it's, this is what I wanted from the Lego thing, which is funny because I'm still getting the Lego Mario game because I've already hyped up my, we, you know, I have a seven year old here and I told her about Lego Mario and she saw the video on YouTube and she's like, we have to get this. I'm like, yeah, we're getting this. So <laughs> I'm getting the Mario Lego game as well. Uh, but, um, uh. You know, you got a seven-year-old who's as hooked on Legos as I am. Oh, let me check my uh, Nintendo stock price real quick. I just uh, <laughs> just say where we're at. Her, Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Legos partnership is a great idea for 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 Nintendo. We said that before when they said it's that. Perfect. Like, like, I think like that's what I've been wanting for years, years. Because like, all they had was those shitty like con- um, was it connects or uh, whatever. Connect, uh, constructs, constructs, constructs like mega constructs. Yeah, like yeah. Halo's got it, but they're really, they're not Lego. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, it's not the same. But I think like if you do like Nintendo properties, if you can get like a Zelda, like if you could build a Zelda set, oh my god, that would be fucking incredible. I, mean, that's the thing, is I think somebody they have that like Lego um, creative like pitch a design thing where like you can submit something, people vote on it, and it will go like. Wasn't that how like um, Voltron? That's how came the to Voltron yeah. came to be, right? Yeah. yeah, I think that's how the Friends thing came to be and stuff like that. Somebody pitched a Breath of the Wild Zelda set, and it got to like the thing, but they're. They reject it and there's like um, too many issues with the IP or whatever like that. And that was unfortunate because like, ah, yeah, I mean, Nintendo's pretty protective of their mm-hmm. IP. But obviously, it's like Nintendo's like, let's make a rain. Lego, you know? Lego is such a premium price. Uh, they have to love it. It's, it. It fits. Those two companies fit together like Lego. It, like yeah. it just like, like Lego it, blocks. Yeah, like Lego blocks. It, it just fits like they're both premium price products that, you know, they're that are usually worth the price. Like if you, if you use knocked off Legos, you, like, you know, knock off Legos, you know, you're like, you know, yeah, this is like, not, yeah, this is not a Lego. Like I've seen dollar store Legos here. Cause I've seen it with, you know, like I said, I have seven year old here. I've seen these dollar store Legos. Holy shit. They're terrible. Uh, when you get the real Lego, um, as I just had to repair my star Wars thing up here, where I, I had to order specific parts, uh, for my Lego because I didn't want to get the knockoff pieces. Um, but when you get those and they fit together, there's just like that, that click that feeling yeah that feeling and it's the same thing with nintendo products it's it's they're like they have their own premium product like where you said they're very protective of their own ips uh they only put them out for certain people but like when you have that certain mesh that works then this is it i miss if this was like the only company that would work yeah the only company would work like would be like apple with nintendo like there was something with that would work make it a partnership i don't know but like they tried that product yeah i know 
like those yeah. are the only things that you could see would make sense, and this this definitely makes sense. So I'm pretty psyched mm-hmm. for this without a doubt. It's about I'll, time. That's all I can say. All the consoles. Yeah, it's really cool. I, I, I like personally, I'll probably skip out on it just because like I am cutting down on a lot of like um just, like things that will just like frivolous. lay around. Right, frivolous. Yeah. Like, like if I want it, like and I'm like gonna use it, it's fine. But like the thing is like I'm I'm already trying to get rid of like a lot of stuff. Uh, and it's one of those like Marie Kondo things. Like, look, I'll buy something. It'll make me happy for a little while, and then you know, I'll sell, it, give it away, something oh, like I that. Oh, I flipped um, I flipped uh, the Metroid Amiibo. Yeah, those are those are. I sold it for hundred bucks. I got it for hundred bucks. Yeah. yeah. I I bought that for like I think it was twenty. I think this was double packs. So I got it for twenty bucks with yeah. the five percent off at Target. Mm-hmm. So I still I made the eighty bucks in that thing. Dude, it's crazy. Nice. Like the, some of those Amiibo, like that's what I'm talking about. Some yeah. of these Amiibo, like they just crazy random mess but anyway uh, i really do hope eventually we just get a lego nintendo game uh yeah like like even if like they they do like the lowest hanging fruit we're just like okay it's like the lego star wars harry potter uh, dc marvel whatever even if it's that like i'd still be happy but like hopefully they could come up with something even more like event creative than that because obviously i think nintendo would have a lot of input be like hey you know we could do this or we could do that and stuff like that Um, lego mario I'm sorry, it's low-hanging fruit. It works. I mean, you get the blocks, you got the question. I mean, there it's there already. I mean, it, you can make a Lego Mario game pretty simply with like right. emerging worlds, emerging the worlds. Right, exactly. And the thing is, too, is like you look at some of those other things, like like Lego Star Wars. Like they make like Darth Vader like you know a joke because it's like oh whatever, it's a kids game and yeah. stuff like that. Like you don't need to do that, Mario. Like they already like yeah, lend themselves is. to that demographic so well anyway and, so. and he's smashing blocks which are lego that, that right, lego, smash, like, yeah yeah right. see like mario is bricks, bricks, bricks don't call right? them legos yeah. they're yeah. bricks yeah they're <laughs> yeah, bricks but, yes yeah. but yes but yeah it's, so. it's right there so all right uh what else we have in the news we've got uh nvidia this is the dangers of e3 again back to dangers of e3 watch watch dogs legion the build we saw apparently is not going to be possible with what was uh, what's available now for us as PCs. PCs, forget consoles. PCs. The best Nvidia card that you can buy on the market right now cannot run Watchdog Legions in 1080p 60 frames per second. Which is funny because the game isn't all that impressive looking. With but the game has a lot of ray tracing and stuff mixed into it okay. and that's that's the problem. It's a big it's a large world because of the, all the uh recruitable characters yeah. yeah it's a recruitable character everybody's got stories the game is big uh and because of that it's like i understand the scope of it but don't sell us uh, the visuals will not be on par with what but, we saw but right that's exactly what happened with watchdogs one do you remember the watchdogs yeah, well, yeah that's why this is oh, yeah. no, was, i remember specifically saying mm, i don't know about this i don't know about this that's why this is big because it's gonna happen that was again. the uh, three uh, xbox one ps4 like announcement or whatever first the first game on the next yeah. console or whatever you can't run this on a what is a one thousand dollar graphics card yeah you you can't gr- run this on this graphics card right now which is the highest end titanium graphics card out there yeah yeah so it's yeah. unbelievable that they're still doing that like you have specs i'm sorry but like let's forget pcs like let's say consoles like you have an idea of what's they knew what was going in these next generation consoles for how many years they know like you got you got an idea how do you try to oversell something like this to people? Like, unless you're just being fucking shady. It's Ubisoft, man. It's Ubi- mm-hmm. Fuck Ubisoft, right? Fuck Ubisoft. But did, but did you did you see or hear from any of the people who actually got some hands-on time with this game? I'm not saying it's not big. I'm I'm actually interested in this game quite a bit. Uh, um, I, I mean, the impressions are not great. 
but I'm well, I was actually interested in it. See, I, I think it's a cool idea of like, you know, there's next man up kind of style of heroes. Well, like you have it, a, it's what I, my concern was like, oh, you're not going to have any real like character connection that way. And apparently in like, they had like a three hour demo, a few people had like repeated like recruitment missions with multiple characters saying the same thing already. I'm like, oh, really? oh yeah. So I don't know. Oh, so that's all, that's all I'm oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously there has to be some limitations or whatever, but um, you like to me, like I, I didn't play any of the Watchdogs game, but this one at least on the premise surface level sounded kind of cool because the cool concept yeah. was uh, similar to Zombie U, which is actually still one of my favorite Wii U games that yes, leveraged it, the, the gamepad in the best way because that's what it was. Like you played as a character, they had a little bit of a backstory and whatnot. And it's like once they died, it's like cool. Like who's up next? Oh, like the bus driver. Fuck. Well, that's like what State of Decay does too. It's like uh, oh, does it? Yeah. Know. Same idea. Yeah, I mean, it's the like idea of this permadeath. was a great idea, but you're. I mean, I, I I can see that being a worry, Mike. We said that back when we saw it. Like, how yeah. attached can you get to characters? But like Zombie U, I thought was. You know, I told you raved about. That. I never played that game, but you know, it, it's meant to be that story, not the characters. So hopefully, we still get that. I, that's why I was psyched in this. But um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. see. I just, I we'll just, see. I expect it to be a bunch of copy and paste and stuff. Oh, I'm sh- I'm sure at some I'm point. Sure the last bit of news was the PlayStation page went live for Amazon so uh, pre-orders will be live soon that usually means uh, so soon. when are we well I think we're getting pricing then before the end of the month so. who knows I mean it's it's midway through July all right we I, I thought mean, we'd have pricing these, by now. Right, exactly. So like the systems should be coming out. I mean, no later than November, November right? I doubt yeah. they would do December launch, right? Like that seems really late. Um, so it's like four months. You got one quarter left. You know, basically, it's like. I mean, there are print ads out in the world right now for you Xbox you Series X. So. No. I mean, we're getting the price for Series X in <clears> August. There's no question. That's why they're wait. There's July 23rd. I think we're getting price on July 23rd. So is Sony setting themselves up to follow this announcement? Like they know this already. I, I saw a funny joke tweet. I forget if it was Matt. I think Actually, it was Matt Scatella from MPD where he's like, he ran a poll on his Twitter. He's like, when will Sony and Microsoft reveal the prices? I, yeah, I voted on that poll. Or it's like, after it a, before, before they launch. B, after they launch. I'm like, B, after they launch. So did I. He, 60% of the people voted for that, by the way. He was very yeah. impressed. He's like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's... um. The thing, I, actually, we're not going to get this on July 23rd because July 23rd is their first party games only, yeah. and then they were going to talk about the console. So August, August. August is the yeah. um, Lockhart or whatever and, the. And that's mm-hmm. that's where you assume you'll get your pricing because then you'll get the Lockhart pricing as well as the Series X. Yeah, they uh, have to definitely. reveal the prices in August because at some point, like the okay. retailers need to know the exact price so yeah. they can place, you know order. They got to run promotions. You know. I mean, GameStop's right. got to do their trade-in stuff. I mean, they have to. Ooh, waiting for that, boy. Hell, me too. I'm stocked up and ready to go. That's so. like the only way I would upgrade to next gen is like if GameStop, because like this is it. Like GameStop, I don't think they're gonna survive to see PS6 and or <laughs> no. whatever. And I gotta hope somebody they... buys them out or something like that. So, gotta make one last run of these guys. Uh, I gotta some... hope they go nuts with this promotion. I'm hoping it's a pretty impressive. That's what I'm hoping for. for... Me too. Me too. So, yep. All right. Let's uh, let's talk about as we tease in the beginning of this uh, X Men games that we played. Um, have we played that definitive like that great X Men game yet? And I would argue we have not um, because I have not. I didn't play Legends, so that's my well, that's, that's my, your problem. <laughs> yes, but I did play um, Ultimate Alliance, and that was very good. But it's 
you know, it's a, it's a Marvel game, not an X-Men well, game. Then if you want an X-Men game version of that, just play X-Men Legends. Or X-Men but I heard, Legends, that, I heard Origins Wolverine was excellent. Yeah, no, that is, but it's a Wolverine game. Okay. Yeah. Right, so, like, the thing I would say is, like, I... Right, if that's the question, my ideal dream X-Men game would be, like, I don't know, I'm just assuming, like, a third-person action-adventure title where, sure. yeah. you know... Squad you base. need different squad. members, right? Squad yeah. base where you know yep. you select a team, you go out and like you know you have parts of the world or the stages or whatever. It's like, well, okay, like I'm using really terrible like just low hanging fruit. It's like, oh look, like there's a fiery level. Like you need to bring like an ice man or another you know elemental like frost or ice <laughs> person to like freeze the level so you can access it or something like that. Or, I see. I look at it like secret areas. I look at it like you play the game with anybody you'd like. But there's certain areas that can only be accessed by certain X-Men. That's mm-hmm. where I looked at a lot. We haven't had that yet. If there's an area where you need to make a bridge, then you can get Iceman or Magneto. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's certain X-Men abilities. Legends 2. We, <laughs> Legends this, 2 has that? You got, yes. You guys are describing X-Men Legends and X-Men Legends 2. Like, this, that, I feel like no one I remember that. Those but were the I- ideal had, X-Men. Legends 2 was at the end of the 360 life, wasn't it? It was like right at the end of it. No, no, Xbox. This is, this is, that was Xbox. Oh, Xbox, Xbox, Xbox Live. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Xbox Live. These are games yeah. that on GameCube. Yeah. I actually have, was like, right. I have Legends 2 downstairs still yeah. on Xbox. So that was the precursor to the Ultimate Alliance games. Yeah, and like, the Ultimate Alliance games are actually a little Just streamy. basically like Children of the Atom right. turned into Marvel vs. Capcom. <laughs> Yeah, that was a good game. See, like that we've played those, and uh, you know, I I'm just trying to think of like Spider-Man and the X-Men. Uh, See, there was this the, is kind there's... of why, like, while I enjoy Ultimate Alliance three, um, I'm a little disappointed because, like, when I think of what my ideal X-Men game would be, it would be a modernized version of these those X-Men Legends games. Where you don't, you have... So you don't you don't want something like Batman with the X-Men. I mean, if, no, Batman, Batman is a, exist, Mike. an individual character type game. Like, I know they ha- try to add, in Night, they had the, like, tag team thing, but it doesn't really we're work that to, well. We're supposed to be getting a Suicide Squad game, which is the squad game, so... Yeah, we'll see how that works. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure about that, but to me, I think the X-Men Legends, you control one of the four, or you, you cooperatively you switch in and out, and that certain abilities... Get you certain places, have certain um, certain enemies that are more prone to being damaged by certain types of attacks and stuff. If you have like you know, Iceman can freeze up your arms and stuff, so you have some damage and like you know, attack boosts. You can there's you know synergies type things there too. Uh, there was a lot going on with those old games, and uh, but it, it's an old game now, and you know back then. Well, like- that's what I said. Like, if we had those good experiences, like X Men Arcade, was that is that a good game? First of all, or is it just a nostalgia game? Um, it was good for its time. I, I think mean, it was a so good game. Good for what it was. Right. It had it was, terrible dialogue. And, and that's what I'm. Uh, that's where I guess I was like, don't get me wrong. Like, I love the X Men Arcade game. I love X Men Legends. I didn't play yeah. the second one. Uh, and Marvel Ultimate Alliances. But at the end of the day, like, they're just. Just maybe a little bit too simplistic because at the end of the day, they're, like they're both just beat 'em up games, right? Like I want something just a I'm little bit meatier. Not really, but <laughs> they are. What well, I mean, it's, I mean, you can play it that way, but the the again, like 
Ultimate Alliance is streamlined compared to what X-Men Legends was. There's a lot more specific character gear, and you can choose... Right, you know, like more Diablo. level up. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a lot going on there, but, um... Again, like, I would... Again, I just want... Like, if this... Let's say this Avengers Marvel game that's coming out was an X-Men game, and it, it had aspects like that. Like, if it was something that looked similar to this newer game, and had, you know, this sort of squad-based, like, RPG aspects that the X-Men Legends game have, I think that would be ideal. But I don't know if that, we're ever going to get anything like that, because the closest thing would be Ultimate Alliance 3, and that's just sort of a, something kind of different right now. Yeah, it's a little bit, you know, more shallow. Like, I, I, like again, the the best comparison I can make is, like, just the, the way they did Spider-Man, you know, uh, and that's uh, Insomniac. The way they did Spider-Man, like, I would love... To see that kind of budget and care and fans, good fan service, done to the, like the X Men, where it's like, I don't know, again, like maybe you know you start out in because um, they're based in New York, I think, right? right? Yeah, upstate. Then, upstate, yeah. yeah. Like, and you could fly like the um, Blackbird to like you know different missions and stuff like that, and you know maybe it could just be uh, different routes for the story mode. Like, hey, you know, like you don't have the squad, you know, the whole squad. Market X Men Mass Effect game. Right, you know, you could be like uh, an RPG. I like, mean, that makes sense too, because that was all about the, your team and their specific abilities as well. Two. Yeah, especially too, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Work. But yeah, no, plus, there's I mean, been a lot of great ones too. I, honestly, like I think back to the side-scrolling ones on Genesis, the X-Men. Well, that's what I was looking up now. Yeah. I mean, you're looking at like Arcade like, Revenge, Clone Wars, and stuff. Yeah. Too. After that, then there's uh, even Super Nintendo ones I played. Mutant Apocalypse. Mutant Apocalypse was... Yeah. That was a trash. And then there were were the Wolverine games, too. X-Men Origins Wolverine. Better than the movie version by a bit. The game was good. There's single-player X-Men games that have been pretty good, too. There's been a fighting game, X-Men, like, uh, Shattered. What about, like, um, yeah. What about NVC? What about NVC? We get great versions of these characters. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean you had the specific one, which was Children of the Atoms. Yeah, Children yeah. of the Atoms. Yeah, Atoms, yes. But we, you know, that's based off of those, but it's like... Well, uh, Children of the Atoms was first. Those yeah. are based off of that, I'm sorry. I meant to say it that way. Uh, but, like, those were great versions of Cable in a game, like, that was really fun to play. Sentinel, um, mm-hmm. we had these great... Magneto, all these characters were the best versions of them in Marvel versus Capcom 2. Uh, so it's like... I don't know. That that's a good representation of a great like a playing. That's part of the draw for me of Marvel vs. Capcom by itself was the X Men in it. Forget the Marvel. No, absolutely. But, like I, I enjoyed that too. Yeah. Like it was great for the fighting games. Yeah, and yeah. I would say like there's there's a very big po- like not I don't want to say possibility. There's a big likelihood that reason that Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite bombed was just because you know they didn't. They, yeah. It feels they like they have didn't, iconic characters. They, from, they didn't yeah. have those iconic favorites really? in there palette swapped basically like yeah oh, like, I guess I Doctor Strange will be Magneto guys yeah, Here I, I, you go. Exa- that's exactly it. I remember somebody's like oh you, people just care about functions we don't need characters I'm like I don't want to play as Doctor Strange I want to play as fucking Magneto you know like yeah, yeah, I want to play as Cable like I don't care if you put in you know Rocket Raccoon and he plays the exact same I want Cable not Rocket Raccoon that's so, the thing like, those so. X-Men are iconic characters that you want to play as and I don't know like I feel like out there we could we could still experience that um squad-based game like tony was saying where it's you know it mixes a little bit of x-men legends from what right, i'm here right. I, like, I don't want to seem like i'm shooting like take the x-men legends formula 
update it a bit, make it a yeah. little bit deeper uh, in a lot of aspects, bring it up to a certain budget. Because like throw more money at it, like titles, <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. Like like give it a Spider-Man budget, like what hundred? No, like I said I, I actually like like, really would love to see like a story-driven X-Men game in the vein of Mass Effect. That's what I was thinking. It's like yeah, you have cool. you have like maybe you know obviously. You, you can't have um, Charles Xavier going out and doing everything, but he's still got his, you know, hover chair, whatever. But like, you have like go to the team. astral plane, like you did in X Men Legends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so just like you go out recruiting your X Men and then going on missions with them, and yeah. Like, but I would love to see a story driven game, uh, not necessarily just a. It's like there's like That's little sprinkles of story in Legends, you know. I was like, yeah, there's a story to it, but the feature of that game is the and they, you know, customization they tried that. and beat them up. Do you remember they tried that with X-Men Destiny, which um, I forgot about that one. I, I know. Shit. I know. You were describing your game, game, Tony, like initially I was like, oh my gosh, they kind of did this with this. <laughs> I know. Was this game uh, like discontinued or something? It's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah it's like, I think it's kind of rare. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's not even, but like, you don't even get to play as X-Men. That's the problem. Like you had to play as somebody else that was i heard the game like she played fine but oh, you could not play i heard it was play it played fine but you could not play as bad all uh, garbage <laughs> trash. No, i heard it played fine like gameplay wise like played fine but you couldn't play as any of the x-men that you want oh, yeah, to there was there was also that deadpool game that was supposedly decent too yeah so i don't know but no yeah i again so if, if i it would be a modernized like yeah up up in budget version of X Men Legends. Do you want another? You want another beat 'em up, but more modernized. Well, not again. Like a beat 'em up with like deep RPG like. Well, our, uh, Diablo. You you want Diablo for X Men is what you want. I guess that's what that was. I never played Diablo. <laughs> it was similar, so I know that. And then like loot based kind of things, but where you upgrade your yeah. mutant based on what you know, unique items. So, all right. Uh, I think that's it for this podcast. Uh, I think it's gonna wrap it up. Thanks uh, for listening. You can write us podcast at allgeek.net. Follow us on Twitter, allgeek. Like us on Facebook. If you're watching this on YouTube, hit that subscribe, hit the like button. Uh, we appreciate it. See you guys next week. Check out the movie cast if you haven't yet. We're talking about 20th anniversary for the X Men original movie. See you guys next week. So old.